Hi, everyone. Are you ready to be fired up? Because I sure am. We have Angie Lee here. She is an amazing young woman, very young, and has gotten has done more than most people will do um, when they retire. So she's awesome into marketing. And I want you to sit back, listen. If you want to know about marketing, possibly podcasting, and how you can promote yourself and your brand, this is the show you're going to want to listen to. Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. I've been dominating my local market for over 19 years and I want to teach you how to do it. My ultimate digital marketing playbook takes the guesswork out of digital marketing. It'll maximize your profits and help you become the authority in your profession or business, even in a bad economy. I am so committed to helping you at this. This offers over $2,000 worth of bonuses all for free. This playbook will give you all the tools and information that you need to step up your digital marketing. To get your free copy, just go to kristamayshore.com slash ultimate playbook. That's kristamayshore.com slash ultimate playbook. Hi, Angie. So happy to have you here. Thanks so much for being here. So tell us about yourself. I'm just, I am actually really intrigued because you are very young and you have achieved so much at such a young age. And so we can kind of talk about where you came from and where you're at now. And I'm just going to hand it over to you. Yeah. So I started a wellness blog in college. I was 19 years old, hated school, was typical entrepreneur since diapers, lemonade stands, always knew that I wasn't meant to fit in the box. And so instead of going to class, I created a blog and I started creating content and putting myself out there. And obviously over time, what happened is it built a community. Now, my intention was never to really monetize it until about two years in. And I made my first $60 on an ebook. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is incredible. The internet is where it's at. Like, I don't even know this person. And they just paid me $60. Holy crap. I'm set for life. Like I was 20 years old, you know, so a hundred bucks <laughs> online, 60 bucks online. You're like, mom, I made it. I'm done. I'm a millionaire, whatever. So, you know, you can retire now, mom. So I then realized the power of digital marketing. I became obsessed with digital marketing around 21, 22 years old. I stayed up till 4am most nights studying all these, basically all of these trainings for free on YouTube at the time. I mean, I was broke, right? So I basically studied digital marketing. How do you make money online? How do you take this thing called a brand and actually get people to buy products and services? So went into courses, was doing health coaching online that transitioned into then the podcast and teaching other women marketing. And then now it's transitioned into fully podcasting influencer affiliate marketer. So now my job is to promote other brands and products and services and really cool stuff I love. Um, But it's been a crazy, gosh, 11 years now. I just turned 30. So... It's been you a don't lot look of, 30. You look about, I think the older I get, the younger people look. <laughs> I just from I'm like, oh God, I'm about to be 30 again. <laughs> Yay! Okay. I'm like, well, I, I I feel like I'm an old soul, but I also act like I'm 12 because I love poop jokes. So um, I'm like a weird mix of 90 and also 25, hopefully. But did you say you like poop jokes? Yeah, I live for them. <laughs> oh my God. So this is I'll just tell you a funny joke. So okay. So this book right here, right? The ultimate um 
the ultimate digital marketing playbook. So basically, if I would have showed you, I wanted it to be like a poop emoji because, and I don't remember what the reasoning is. So I had this poop emoji and I made, I had this done on Fiverr and I was so excited. And my marketing team was like, we are never going to promote that book. I'm like, why don't you guys love it? It's like a poop emoji and we can have poop pillows and we can have poop this and that and, you know, poop things for the car. And they're like, no. <laughs> so we were like, no. I can never find that. I'll, I'll have to send it to you because you'll, you'll laugh. That's so great. I love that. Yeah. I call my tribe the baby grandmas. We're old souls and young bodies. And I grew up fast. You know, I was a gymnast training 40 hours a week. I dropped out of college. I dropped out of corporate. I was a hundred thousand dollars in debt. When I started this, I didn't know what I was doing. Um, I just started putting myself out there. I just started creating content. And what happened over the years is people started to say, wow, this was helpful. Wow. I love this. Wow. How do I do X, Y, and Z? How do I learn from you? And so, gosh, anything you stay consistent with for long enough becomes incredible. Right. And I truly believe that. And so now here I am speaking, podcasting. I own a CBD line with my brother. I kind of have my hands in a few different things. So that's me in, in a few minutes. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about your, I love what you said, about if you do something long enough and you stick to it, eventually it'll work, right? So yeah. um, you're 30 years old. You have your own podcast and the Angie Lee Show, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. so the Angie Lee Show. And how many listeners do you have? How many downloads do you have a month on that? Oh gosh, we're probably at half a million now, 400,000 to 500,000 a month. Yeah. Wow. So 400,000 to 500,000 listeners a month, which is amazing. How long have you had the podcast? Four and a half years, almost five. Mm-hmm. Four and a half years. So tell us a little bit about the journey on that. Because I mean, this, you know, you said something really smart and, and that anything you do long enough. And I think some people will just look at somebody and think that, oh, they have it so easy. And it's just been, they just were an overnight success. And all of a sudden here is Angie and she's 30 years old and she's just, you know, doing so well. Talk about your journey and and how that kind of looked. Yeah, it's interesting. This is probably my favorite thing to chat about now because I think one of the biggest fallacies in success is that it was easy for someone or it just happened overnight, right? And the book I'm writing right now that's coming out in the new year is called Ready is a Lie. And it's essentially about this concept of everyone started at day one. Everyone started as a beginner. Nobody knew what they were doing. You have to suck before you're successful. And it's interesting after interviewing so many successful people and going through my journey, this is what I realized is the secret. I'm like, yeah, it's, 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 it's drive. It's determination. It's grit. It's like all these corny things you see in the personal development world over and over. But I was like, no, that's not it. I think the number one thing is people who are successful started before they're ready. Like amen. End of story. That's just what they did. They didn't have all of the answers. They didn't know what they're doing. So I think for me, a lot of my journey has been throwing shit at the wall and seeing if it will stick, right? So seeing, hey, am I good at podcasting? Can I do this? I didn't know anything about tech and audio, but I said, you know what? I can scrape together 30, 40 bucks, pay some guy on Craigslist to help me figure it out. And now I have a top rated show. So it just started with me being gritty and saying, can I just start where I'm at and figure it out, right? Um, Live events. I host one of the largest female personal uh, uh, development events. And I didn't know what I was doing. What's the name of the event that you do? Pays to be brave. Pays to be brave. Gosh, great. So, you know, it's interesting because even before pays to be brave, I realized I didn't know anything about event planning. I didn't even know what an event planner really did. I didn't know how much events cost. I didn't know the stress they would be. I didn't, I didn't know anything about events. I just said, you know what, this would be a really fun experience. Let me try this out. I want to do this for my community. So every single thing I've done, I've never... And every, every single thing I've done hasn't really had a, a clear plan. It's just been me putting myself out there, failing, embracing the suck, learning from it, and then I get back up again. Um, same thing with CBD. You know, my brother and I have a DTC line. We put $60,000 in, turned it into a multiple seven-figure brand, had no idea what we were doing. We weren't, we're still not experts in cannabis, but we were passionate. And we said, you know what? 
people need this. People need to get out of pain. And so I feel like all of my stories are not knowing shit and then just figuring it out (laughs) along the way. Right. And I think that's the unsexy secret that people don't want to hear, but there is no one way to it. You know, I always say, you know, stop being ready, stop aiming, just fire, like fire first and then get ready and aim later on. So many people are always getting ready and they're aiming and they want it to be so perfect that they never, ever fire. And so I I like that you say you just go for it because that's, and I think that people that are really successful, they take way more risks. So they, they fail so much more. So they have more chances at being successful because they take more risks than most people, you know? And I mean, yeah. And like, you're a good example. You're saying, Hey, we have a CBD line that's in really well and podcasting and you've got the speaking engagements. That's a lot going on for anybody. Yeah. I mean, I've put the event on hold right now because obviously with Corona, I had to, and then really taking that off my plate so I can bring the book in. So I, I'm very intentional when I do bring projects on and I don't do everything at once. I do it in, in chunks. Right. And I take one thing at a time and And I don't try to do five things at once. I think that's where people get really overwhelmed as female entrepreneurs and male entrepreneurs. They're just like, I want to do all of these things. And it's like, I didn't do all of them at once. I'm slowly adding them on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about your book. Yeah. So ready is a lie is very similar to the the concept of ready or well, ready, fire, aim. What a great great title. Ready is a lie. I love that. Love that. I love it so much. It came to me when I was in the car um, gosh, a year ago. And my boyfriend literally had to stop the car. He was like, that is literally, he does book marketing. He's like, that's literally one of the best titles I've heard. And I've helped some of the best books in the world. And I was like, I have to do this. I have to do this. So as much as it's a pain in the ass right now to write a book, like it's just, it's not fun. It's, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'll do it again. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Writing a book is definitely a lot of work. It's like, oh my gosh, when you think you're done, you have six months more to go, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm having fun with it because I have a good team. I have a, a co-writer who's helping. So I have all the support you possibly could have, but yet I'm like, oh my gosh, this thing is a beast. This is an animal. This is like a child. So, um, yeah, ready is a lie is essentially about this concept of starting before you have all the answers, being willing to suck, embracing the suck, just really encouraging the ambitious, hungry woman to do it, whether it's leaving the good relationship for the great relationship, going and asking your boss for a raise. This isn't just for the entrepreneurial woman, whether it's, you know, starting your health and wellness routine that you need to do to take care of yourself. It's essentially the ultimate book to kick you in the pants and say, what are you waiting for? And that's what this- You, I can tell, are such a great role model for young women. They need somebody- you know, that they can look up to that has been successful and done it. And that has got, you know, a good head on their shoulders and just Mm -hmm. to inspire them and lead them. So what kudos to you. Oh, that's so sweet. Cause I feel like I want to hit more younger women. I like hitting women 30 and up. I think it's fun, but there's something about the 20 year old girl that I'm like, man, I just feel her because I remember being there. I remember being 20 years old and feeling so lost and weird. And why, why did I feel different than everybody else? Why didn't I want to go to corporate? Right. And so yeah. I was feeling lost and I wish there was someone who could tell me it's okay to be weird. It's okay to be different. Yeah. Gosh, young women. I have two daughters. So I have a, Aww. I have a, a 19 year old and almost a 21 year old October 10th. And man, they need, um, people like you more than you even know, because obviously I can't tell my daughters anything because I'm their mom, but they would, you know, to have them have a, a role model who's right at your age is a perfect age for that, for actually women that are 40, you know, 50 my age, but even a little bit younger because so many of them have entrepreneurial mindsets and it's just different the way that people are being pushed now. I, I wouldn't put that age group out at all because I think that it would be amazing for you just kind of throwing it out there. There's not a lot of people that have, that are inspirational and encouraging for the younger person, you know? 
Yeah, I love that. And I feel like there's not a lot of resources for them, right? They go to school and college is teaching them, get a degree, go get a job, get your 401k and live a great life. And then you die. Like that's literally what college is about. And I yeah. remember being like, safety. It. Yeah, it's just about safety. And it's about making $40,000 a year and working 80 hours a week. Like, no, thank you. And so I just remember being like, how is this the only way? Like, this cannot be the only way. This cannot be the only option. And so I started studying mentors like Gary Vaynerchuk and seeing that people were taking their brands and monetizing them online and making a business with it. And I made the choice to quit college. I went in, I told my counselor, see you never. And um, now I'm here. <laughs> see you never, I love it. <laughs> see you never because I hated school. Goodbye. And it's like, I can't wait to have my kids not go to school because I'm just going to be like, go do something else. Such a waste of money. <laughs> I hate to even, like, even knowing what I know now, I mean, I'm sure I'm going to make, make a lot of my listeners mad, but I, I apologize, but it's true. I mean, even with my daughters, I, I want to encourage them to go to school, but I, I just, they don't really learn anything when they're in school. They, what they learn is how to stick to something, but they don't really learn how to be an entrepreneur or how to actually do that thing that they're wanting to do. And the, the amount of people that actually go and do what they went to college for is like zero. It's, and then they usually find out that they hate it when they actually get there many of the many times, you know? So, so talk to us a little bit about your podcast. So I know you're monetizing it now. So tell us a little bit about that process. Yeah. So podcasting is an interesting job because I remember when I started, I had no idea how people actually made money podcasting. Mm -hmm. So similar to TV, I'm going to break this down for the listeners. It's no different. Your uh, companies are buying ad space, right? So a lot of times the way that podcasters monetize their show is, well, first they promote their own programs and services. So Mm -hmm. initially that's what I did in the beginning, my own coaching, my own products. And now I use it as a vehicle to be the resource in itself that I'm paid to do. So in the beginning, I used it more as a funnel to go to my own courses and programs. And now... I'm paid for the show per show by brand. So they'll pay for a 30 or 60 second spot. And then sometimes additionally, we'll do affiliate cuts where based on the number of products that I sell, I get a certain cut. So for me, my vision is to really just keep doubling down on that. I mean, it's a beautiful job. It's very energy rich because you have to give out a lot of energy. (laughs) I always say it's not a very time intensive job. It can be 10, 15 hours a week, but it's an intense 10, 15 hours. The energy that is required to pump people up all of the time is a lot. So that's why I'm obsessed with taking care of myself because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a lot. <laughs> it's it's true. I mean, and you know, people need that source of energy. I just did a two-day event with people in my coaching program and I was beat. It was like, it was only nine to five, Thursday and Friday. But I mean, at the end of the day on Friday, I was like, I felt like I got hit by a Mack truck, especially even being on Zoom, like a virtual event. You have to be even more energetic and entertaining because your people are on the other side and they're sitting there on a computer all day and there's no interaction. They, they're like, they can fall asleep. So you're just like, ah, you know, and they're like, oh my God. <laughs> I see people yawning. I'm like, are you literally yawning right now? Like, how can you yawn with me on the other end? Come on, wake up. And they're just like, oh, yeah. sorry. You're like, wake up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. So, so, um, so your podcast, so you're being paid then to have people advertise on there as well as affiliates. Great. And only four and a half years. That is really inspiring. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I feel like that's a long time, but maybe I'm, I don't know. It is and it's not right. It's actually not really. If you really think about it, not to have that many, that many followers, number one, that many subscribers every single month. That's, that's insane. I mean, yeah. the fact that you're able to monetize it to the point where that's your full-time job now, mostly correct. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. CBD, I mean, I own a wellness brand, but other than that, yeah. I mean, that's been my focus. I don't like coaching. I always wanted to phase out of coaching. Um, I don't want to be a coach online. I think that's right now, like, it's just not my personality type. I think I did it for so long because it's such a big world right now and it's super profitable. Um, but I was super miserable when I was doing it. And I was like, I just want to be paid to be me. I don't want to, I don't want to coach people. 
Yeah. Yeah. So oh, that's, that's great. Good for you. Okay. So then, so, t- so the CBD line, so, um, and that is, so CBD, there's no THC, it's just yes. CBD. So it's the, it's the non get your kind of funky feeling type part of the plant, right? But it has a ton of medicinal benefits to it. Yes. Yes. So it's, uh, we have gummies, we have, gosh, I have some of your, we have tinctures, we've got What's everything. the name of your brand? Uh, soul, soul CBD. I love that. So my gosh, I know that the CBD industry is supposed to be like a something multi-billion, billion, trillion dollar business just in the next like six years. Probably. It's a huge world. We're, we're probably going to get out soon, but it's, um, it's been fun. It's been fun building a business with my brother and doing that. But yeah, I, I've been using CBD for anxiety for years. He used it as an athlete for pain. And we came together and said, let's, let's help people. Let's create something that can really get people out of pain. That's not a pharmaceutical. I'm really, really against the pharma industry. I think, gosh, it's another episode for another time, but you know, it's, it's done a lot more harm than good. I think most of the time. So I was like, Hey, if I was to do a wellness product, it would be something that helps people get out of pain, helps them sleep, helps them with their anxiety and isn't harmful. There's no side effect. There's no toxicity to CBD. I could literally eat all of these and nothing will happen as far as like a psychoactive or a toxicity level. Like it's Mm -hmm. the most incredible plant in the world. One of them. So yeah, we, we've been, we've been having fun with it. Yeah. So soul, so soul CBD. So if you're into into finding out about how to help yourself. um, So anxiety, that's a good one. A lot of people have anxiety. I think a lot of people are are just ridden with anxiety. I think especially our younger generation based upon social media and their phones and Instagram, and they just can see everything at at the other end of them all the time. And you know how they should be calling Facebook fake book, right? And so when you're young, all you see is these, everyone's amazing life and these TikTok videos and how just everything just seems so perfect. And these poor young youth, they think that everyone else is just living this amazing life. So the anxiety that younger kids have is really, really astronomical. You should do a, like a teenager line, like a teen line for, oh, for yeah. CBD. <laughs> oh yeah. Now you're making me want to talk to teenagers. I'm like, Man. I know I have a, I have a passion for teenagers. I just do. I, I don't know. I love kids. So for me, it's like, Oh, yeah. I, and you know, when you work with them, you realize how bad they need help. Like they just need, and, and also too, like with this, I'm sorry, I'm getting on this tangent. I just apologize. But with these young kids now, it's like, they see all of these, you know, they, they, everyone has this, the world is just supposed to be so, um, you can do whatever you want. And so like the morals and the values just keep getting chipped in a way even more and more. And the level of sex that they're having, and I mean, so much drugs, you would not believe the kind of things that I hear uh, around being around my daughters. And it's just like, wow. You know, and that's just how they're, it's how it is, mom. That's how it is. It's like, it doesn't mean that it's right. You, you know, it's so sexualized. Everything is now it's so messed up. I'm just like, what is happening? Like yeah. my kids hopefully will never deal. Well, they're going to deal with this. And I'm just going to be like, Oh God, <laughs> move somewhere far. I mean, whatever you do, move, move, move somewhere very, very far. I know. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, you know, I asked, this is, I know this is a creation that is everyone asks this question is really, there's no like one sided answer, but, and you kind of already answered it as far as, um, you know, you interview a lot of entrepreneurs, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so what would you say, and you kind of already said it, but aside from just being the fact that they, you know, they're, they just go for it. They start before they're ready. They just, they don't just ready a name. They actually fire. Um, and they fail a, a lot. What else would you say is, a, is something that, that people, you know, that want to be successful that are maybe sitting here listening to this right now and they, they want to start something new or they're sick and tired of sitting at that, that nine to five job. And they, they realize that they're building somebody else's dreams and not their own, but they feel like they're stuck. They feel like they really can't do anything. What would you, what would your advice be to them? Oh yeah. How old is this person? (laughs) Any age, you know, any age at all. Let's just say they're, they're 30 and above. 
Yeah, I think of course, ready is a lie, right? I mean, I really do think that it's people, I think the most successful people in the world just started. They just started, they took baby steps, but I do think they also have, yes, a healthy relationship with failure, but I believe it also takes a healthy relationship with criticism, feedback, right? And, and knowing that a life of bravery and a life of putting yourself out there or starting a business or whatever brave thing you're doing in your career, you're going to get fe- you're going to get negative feedback. You're going to get people who don't like it. Right. So I think that's been one of the hardest parts of my journey. And I think especially young people need to hear is that's okay. If not everybody loves what you're doing, like that's not, it's not their life, right? It's not their life. It's yours. And so that was something I had to learn at a really young age because I was putting myself out there at 19 years old and getting trolls on the internet. Right. So I think and back when you did it 19 years ago, it was like super new back then. I mean, even the fact that you had your podcast four and a half years ago, yeah. it didn't really start becoming super popular until probably the past two years, you know, it was much more popular. So you kind of were a little bit early adopter to both social media and the internet yeah. and the marketing world digitally. Yeah. It wasn't as, wasn't as, I mean, now it's like, ugh. I mean, now everyone's just like so sensitive and everything's so sexualized, but I think back then it was not as bad. Like it was definitely a little bit better. <laughs> Yeah. But now, now I'm like, screw the internet. I'm like, okay, I mean, this is my job, but I'm also like, what is happening in the internet? So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you find yourself more of a consumer of social media or more of a producer? Oh God. I mean, I'm a producer. That's my job, but I definitely still consume it to see the trends, see what's relevant. Um, but I pretty much mute everyone's stories, everyone's feed. I don't see anything. So I'm just like in the zone trying to create my own shit. I don't like to and then I, if I do, I start to get into comparison, you know, like, oh, I need that. I need her life. I mean, everyone feels that way. You could have a great, happy life and still feel like, wow, I need her life. Like she looks mm-hmm. like she has everything. And so I noticed that's just so dangerous, especially for young women to see that, like you said, your daughters, like to think that your daughters are like, oh, mom, I need to look like this. And they're seeing these influencers in LA who like it's Photoshopped, which is fine, but like it's Photoshopped and they don't realize it is, you know? And Are so all those pictures wondering... Photoshopped really? I'm like, how do those girls look like? No one looked that good like, when I was That's not that her age. waist. That's not her skin. That's not her boobs. Like that's okay. But maybe you should tell young girls because then they're confused and they want to get plastic surgery at 15. And it's like a little, it's like a little young to be upset about how you look. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. It's all a weird world now. It's so weird. I can't imagine having kids right now through this. Like, God bless you. Like I, I don't even know what mine are going to experience. Let's say even I started now in 20 years, what's the, what's the world going to be like, you know? I think it's going to get better. So I yeah. actually think- I hope so. Yeah. I'm feeling like it's going to, it's gotten so crazy that it only can get better. Yeah. Like more traditional. And my, my girls will even say, mom, I wish that, you know, I didn't have to know what it's like to, to have a cell phone and know what everyone, I mean, they say that, you know, and I actually have this, this program that I do, it's called Teens Lifting Lives. And one of the things that we do is one day a week, they aren't allowed to have the phone or social media, like for one day wow. a week during the entire eight week um, time frame, and then one hour a day. And like every kid will admit to the fact that they liked not, they're like, don't tell my parents, but I actually liked not having my phone. I got more done. I, I didn't have as much anxiety. Like they will say that, you know, I just wow. can't imagine being, I mean, even as adults, like think about what we see. People are like, oh, the best marriage ever, the best life ever. And then you see them, you know, dividing, fighting over the, the cat in the divorce court. You know, it's like, it's like, oh, I thought you guys were just so happy. All your pictures you sent. It's just not life. <laughs> all your pictures. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Your pictures yeah. and your video, like they sure get, we're, we're good at faking. Like I don't even know. Yeah. And then everyone's judging everyone lives too, which I'm like, so just like, oh, this like putting people on a pedestal and cyber bullying, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, 
And everyone has problems. I, you know, I think it's so important too. So let's talk about that a little bit. I think this is really important. I try to talk to people about just being real and being vulnerable and people are really afraid to show that weakness, right? They're afraid to like some of you position of power, uh, an authority figure, an influencer, a leader. A lot of times people are afraid to, I mean, I've even on my own, my own team has actually chastised me for being too real right? Like you shouldn't tell people that. And I'm just like, well, why? And like, because you're supposed to be this. I'm like, I am. Well, I'm just human like them. But so what do you feel about that? I mean, do people get to see the real Angie? Yeah. I mean, I think the only reason I have the brand I do is because I'm, I'm, I'm so real. And that sounds weird to say, like, I'm real. Like, what does that even mean? But, um, I don't, I don't pretend to be someone I'm not, I'm not super like, I don't know. I think a lot of these female influencers right now are trying to show a perfect life and they're so afraid to show, that maybe they have anxiety that day. You have a zit, you have a fight. Like you just, I don't know. I think there's one, there's one thing where you're, I don't think you should air your dirty laundry and, and social 24 seven and be negative Nancy. I think that's no. obviously not okay. But I think showing people like, Hey, I don't have it all figured out. Like I'm, I'm just like you. I'm just a few steps ahead. And I think that I call it aspirational attainability. So I think that's what I've really mastered with my brand is women feel like they look up to me, but I'm also their best friend. And I think that's like the, if you can nail that, it's kind of like game over because you're just, being honest. You're like, Hey, I know some shit, but I also don't know some shit. And I yeah. think that is what a lot of these, gosh, I can't, I mean, I lived in LA for a bit and I'm just using it as an example, but it's like these perfect husbands and perfect kids and perfect lives and they're rich and they're pretty and they're all ripped and they just have no problems and their feet is perfect. And I'm just like, ew, puke. Like who wants to see that anymore? And yeah. most people don't like I've surveyed my audience. They're like, dude, I love that your feet's not perfectly cohesive. Like if it is, it means how do you have that much time on your hands? You're, I thought, like that woman was a mom with four kids. How is your feed? Like, it just doesn't make sense. And so I think even moms should be, I can't wait to share that part of my journey when it happens, but I think moms should even be showing more of like, what does it really look like to be a mom and be working? Because I know as a 30 year old woman, it's weird for me to see these moms being like, life's perfect. Yay. And I just make a million dollars and I have four kids and we just figure it all out. It's like, no, you have three nannies. Just tell me you have three nannies. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know. So then I don't feel like a piece of crap when I have to hire nannies one day because I was following Susan, who I thought was my idol because she could do it too. So it's, it's confusing. It's also confusing on the internet, you know? Yeah. No, yes, keep, keep it as being, real as possible. <laughs> well, you can tell right away that you're pretty real. And that's, that's what's mm-hmm. so attractive about you is that you're just, you're you, you know, which is who, which so many people need to need, want to see that. And so many people need to see that now because they are, they do see so much just fakeness out there. I need to actually try to start being, doing a little more social media when I actually am dressed up. I'm constantly like in my sweat outfit, my, you know, on my bike. I look like totally hot mess. I love it. Yeah. Never shower. I'm like, well, sometimes. <laughs> um, You're like Tuesdays on Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah. Well, COVID, you know, I'm nice. I do shower, but like, it's like, I'm doing this crazy challenge right now. You can only, anyways, I'm not getting into it, but sometimes I'm like, I need to get ready for one. So I, at least it looked like I do makeup once in a while. You know? Yeah. Like put it together. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. God forbid. Um, well, gosh, it's been really, really great talking to you. I, I, I'm really super excited for your success. And I love your the name of the book and w- w- that you're doing it. I mean, people are going to be so gravitated toward... When does it come out? Uh, hopefully in January. Good for you. Good for you. We'll see. <laughs> and your listeners are going to be so great to help you get the word out and get that thing going. And Yeah, you know, you know I, I think you just gave me a good reminder today that like I'm writing the book for, yes, women 30 and up are going to love it. I have a lot of followers in their 40s who like love my, my stuff and my content and it's helpful. But um, I think like more than anything, that 21, 22 year old girl who's just lost and she's like, I'm ambitious. I'm hungry. I want more. But like, what, what else, you know, and just wants to be brave. I think yeah, that one, I hope I didn't just give you a new whole thing to do, but I mean, no, I mean, that's kind of who I was writing it for, but when I hear that it, it solidifies it and reminds me that it's important. And I think, Oh, I'm too old for her now. It's like, no, she wants someone who's five to oh. 10 years older. So it's, it's old enough to be your big sister, but not so old that you're like almost her mom. 
Oh, I think it's, well, that's the thing too. Like for me, I think I'm too old for most, I'm 49. So most people um, like around that, I'm, oh, she's so old, you know, where someone like you, I mean, you've, you've done it all. You're successful. You're real. You're entrepreneurial mindseted. You, you know, you've, you've done what they want to do and, and you're like normal. So that's part of the best part about it. I think they need that. And to, and, and to know they don't have to be such, you know, conform to everything and just like what they've been, I mean, God, please just teach the, the teach them to respect their bodies more, to respect like, just because everyone's doing it doesn't mean everyone needs to do it. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just it, unbelievable. Yeah. The things that, you know, I hear about from, um, hope I'm not getting yelled at for my kids from this podcast. <laughs> like I, don't, I think that they lost, I might be in trouble. So that's what we to delete Aww. from the kids, the kids bank. But, um, but no, I really appreciate that. I, th- I think that you would do an phenomenal with that. You don't even need any more money or, or more listeners. You got plenty, but maybe it's just like, Hey, every Wednesday is going to be for, you know, girls under 30 or something. Yeah. But, I got, I just got an idea. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, this is good. This yeah. Is good. One day. And plus it'd be a fun one too. Like, yeah. you know, like bringing your, cause you've been in it, you live that, that era, you know what it's like to have social media and to have it consume you and to be a millennial. Like that's you, right? Like I have no idea what, what it's like. And so I think, and it's for people to be as successful as you are at your age, that's not very common at your age. So I think you'd have a massive, great, target audience. You might even really get some great sponsors and everything. Anyways, I'm going on tangent, but Angie, it has been amazing to have you. So please just wrap up one more time where people can, you know, um, can find you more about your book just so they can learn about it in, in January. And of course I'll put it in the show notes and all that great stuff as well. Yeah, you guys can go to AngieLee.com. That's kind of where all my resources are. And then on Instagram, I'm at Angie Lee Show. And then on podcasts, any app you have for podcasts, it's Angie Lee Show. So pretty easy. <laughs> great. And the book is coming out in January. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ready to fly. <laughs> yes. I, so, so such as you guys nailed that one, nailed it. Like the name of the book is huge. Yeah. Uh, great job. Okay, Angie, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you being here. I'm, we're super excited. I cannot wait to air this. Um, you're gorgeous with Inside and Out. And thank you as busy as you are for taking the time to be on our podcast. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, everyone, I hope you're just as fired up as I am. Now, here's the deal. Go and check her out. She is awesome. If you've got young daughters or uh, or um, even young men should listen to this kind of a show as well. Get them on her on her podcast. Thanks so much for listening. And your time is so valuable. And I appreciate you spending just a small piece of it with me and with Angie. Have a great day, everybody. Do you need some help getting started with video marketing? I have the perfect thing for you and it's free. My video marketing starter kit will teach you how to get started with video and stand out in your profession as the authority. I will teach you everything from simple videos to how to get great shots to tricks on getting clients and referrals. To get my new video kit for free, just visit kristamayshore.com slash video kit. That's kristamayshore.com slash video kit.